Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Episode 48, Dating Diaries, Part 2, with Joey Zalzig. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Today's guest is so extra special. I am so, 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 so excited. Joey is a digital entrepreneur. He's an influencer. He's living out in LA. So I'm living vicariously through him, watching all of his amazing uh, stories unfold on Instagram. He also has a huge TikTok following and launching YouTube as we speak. Um, Joey Zazig, he's incredible he's very authentic his mission is to spread positivity and obviously engage with his followers but in my opinion and I believe the opinion of many others because it's proven in the track record with his followers his authenticity is what shines through and makes him stand out the most he truly keeps it real and takes everyone who looks at his profile and follows him religiously on a journey and it is quite the ride he is an amazing, amazing person, um, a big activist in the LGBT community, a fashion influencer. He's um, very open and candid about skincare woes, um, sharing his um, secrets behind the scenes, super into fitness, and has lived in some really cool places um, right now, as I mentioned, living out in L.A., but also some other amazing cities. So we talk a lot about his adventures, uh, a lot about some of his um, – I guess, rockier relationships that he's engaged in. Um, but also he's very positive in the sense that he's looking at lessons that he's learned along the way and taking it into his now, now very healthy relationship that he has, um, living a very exciting life. Um, so we had an amazing conversation. It was so entertaining. Uh, I just want to remind everybody to please just rate and review the race for the ring. It helps everyone find us easily. You can check us out um, on Acast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, 
Audible, Tap Tapes, and iHeartRadio. Um, so please, please, uh, if you haven't already done so, that would just mean the world to me. So I am not going to take up any more of your time. We're going to go right to Joey because he is incredible. Take it away, Joey! Hey, Joey! How are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm really, really excited oh to talk God, to you. Oh my God, pleasure. I'm so excited to have you. I'm like, you're my favorite guest so far. <laughs> I'm so my excited. Very I'm favorite. I was like, you're so New York. excited just... when my producer told me she was able to get you. I, I follow you like religiously on Instagram. I'm not a TikToker. My daughter is, but and so she does. But I love watching your life unfold. I think that you got everything going on. You're such a positive influence, and you're just you you know a lovable person. So anyway, thank you. I I try to be. I try to be. Um, I try and you know share my experiences with everyone and be as authentic as possible while doing it. That's my that's my whole goal. Yeah. No, you definitely are. You definitely are. So let's talk a little bit about, I mean, you're in a healthy, serious relationship, right? Um, with a, an amazing guy. And, but life wasn't always um, smooth sailing, I would imagine. Like when you've had other relationships, there's everybody's got turbulence and things of that nature. So talk to me a little bit about what you've learned from the past, how you became um, in this healthy situation that you're in, and a little bit about what you're doing right now and your career and stuff like that. And he's out there with you as well, right? He is. Um, yeah, the turbulent past, that is definitely an understatement to say the least. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, so I am in a healthy, happy relationship now. It's been about a year and a half. Um, but awesome. before that, all I knew was unhealthy relationships, especially even starting out with my parents being divorced at such a young age. Mm-hmm. I think that I sort of saw that. And for some reason, I always was getting myself into these really long-term toxic relationships. And, you know, it wasn't like a month or two. It was years and years that I would be putting up with bullshit from from people. And, um, you know, looking back, I'm so happy that I actually had those opportunities because... I am a completely different person than I was six years ago when I had my first boyfriend. And um, I don't think that I would have changed as much if it hadn't been for having those super toxic people that constantly um, put me down. I don't think I would have been able to have the self-confidence that I have today. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you stayed in those situations because you didn't have the confidence um, to to basically stand up for yourself? And also it's like a double loaded question because you saw your parents' marriage basically demise. Do you think that you were somewhat tainted? And how old were you when they got divorced? For sure. I was about four years old. And then, you know, quickly after um, I'm holding the ring at my dad's new wedding with a new wife, with a new girl. And like, it just kind of, I was like, wow, is this really happening so quickly? And I just didn't know what was normal because that's all that I saw. And um, yeah, going back on your question about self-worth, I think that that is the reason why I let these toxic relationships go on because I was like, oh, this is normal. Like, this is how someone should treat someone that they love. And ah, honey, that was not the case at all. Um, And I learned that the hard way, you know, from letting people treat you a certain type of way, you um, tend to build up a really, really strong... um, core and just uh, you you build up a wall Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think you learn from all of the relationships that you've, you've been in, good and bad, you know, and take a little bit and it, it builds you into the person that you wind up becoming. Um, was there a turning point for you, Joey, though, like that you finally were like, this is not the way it's supposed to be? Or was it, it just ended and then you became, you came into this healthy situation and then you're like, oh, this is what life is really supposed to be about? Was it well, that? I think for me, I like to explain it as like, unfortunately, like a pyramid. Like the first time I was like, this is really bad. I have to get out. The second time I got out and I was like, okay, I really, I really need to get out of this relationship. And then by, you know, the next relationship, I thought that I had learned so much from the past one. And then it seemed like I was getting right back into another negative relationship. And it was it's just a habit, I think. It, yeah. It's a habit. And it's you repeat it. It's like, theme of my life and I was like why is this the theme of my life why can't I find a good guy and like I just look at it like I said back to the pyramid thing it was like one guy was a little bit better than the next the next guy was a little bit better than the next but looking back on all those three really toxic relationships they all had something in common right they all put me down they all didn't believe in me they all um whenever they saw an ounce of self-confidence in myself, they would put me down to make sure that I didn't take it too far. And, you know, I built that career off of the self-confidence and I built the career on being my full authentic self. And I think it really helps to have someone, um, a loved one who really actually truly believes in everything that you're doing and everything that you want to achieve in life. Yeah, totally. So how'd you meet your boyfriend? We met on Instagram. You did? Um, we met on Instagram. Like, did he and, message you, know, you and say, "Hey, you're hot"? <laughs> I'll tell you the whole. I'll tell you the whole. Oh, I want to uh, hear it all. I love it. Go, go, go. I'm gonna spill the tea for you. Um, the thing is, I was just out of a three year relationship, and he was just out of a six year relationship. Oh wow! We didn't know this before, but I was like, you know what? I'm like gonna be by myself for a little bit, but I'll date. I'll have sex. Like, I'll be like a little promiscuous for a little bit while I'm learning to love myself. And I was putting in the work. And then I was just on Instagram in the Hamptons by the pool one day. And the next thing I know, I am looking at stories. I'm not seeking anyone out. I'm not on dating apps. And I just saw this guy. I was like, he's so sexy. And I saw yeah. his username. And I was like, I'm just going to click his username. Went to his account. Less than a thousand followers. Private account. Was in a suit and his profile. It was like, perfect. That's good like, though. Because he wasn't I didn't want someone with your... all the followers. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't want to yeah. do what I did. And I made that mistake in the past. Trust. So I, I added him. He accepted me. And then he messaged me first, just replying back to one of my stories being like, Hey, like maybe I'll see you at some time. Maybe I'll see you at Barry's sometime handsome because I had posted a picture of me at Barry's. And <laughs> at that point I was so thirsty and I'm going to be completely honest about this because I, you know, who knows if he's going to tell the real story if I try and lie but I I right away I was like let's go on a date like let's meet tonight let's go to dinner let's like just do it because I was like I just wanted to meet him and I'm like I learned my lesson like if you want something you got to go for it and don't beat around the bush so I was like let's go on a date I agree I also feel like you waste time with all the texting you waste time like when you oh my gosh because then I was just having this conversation with my girlfriends last night and she's like Mindy what do you think I should do I'm like first of all cut the chatter Sister, cut it out. I'm like, go meet the dude for a drink because you're having all this convo, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to meet him. You're not going to like him. And it's like a waste of your life. Like, just get on with it. Right? Do you just feel like that? get on with it. No, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. So, so yeah, I was like, I'm just going to take a leap and I'm just going to message him. We didn't end up hanging out that night. I think it kind of freaked him out, but that's okay. 
we ended up hanging out that Sunday. We both got back to the city from the Hamptons and uh-huh. I went to his house and we thought we were just going to like have sex. And then the next thing I know, we're like four or five bottles deep of wine, just having like this crazy conversation. I think it lasted like eight hours. We just talked and Good. we just kind of had an instant connection, but we both were really tainted from our past relationships because we had both been in kind of fucked up situations. So we were like, well, okay, we're going to like have sex, but we're not going to date. We're not going to date. We're not going to date. And <laughs> next thing that I know, we're like kind of seeing each other once a week, maybe once every two weeks. I had a I trip took the coming. pressure off though, right? Because you didn't have it, a lot of, ex- neither one of you had, had expectations. Yeah. I had never had that before. I'm usually zero to a hundred all day. And I think with him, he's like, okay, like I, I started to be a little bit a hundred but then I was like, fuck it. Like, I know we're not going to date and we're not going to be boyfriends. So then I just invited him to Tulum. It was our third date. And our third date was in Tulum. Um, I was like, I'm going to a hotel opening. Do you want to come with me? And he was like, sure. I was like, this is a down-ass person if they're saying that. And if you can travel with a significant other, yeah, you know you're good to go. So why not get that out of the way, too, in the beginning? Let's just, like, figure it out now. Because yeah. I don't want to, like, be, like, landing the plane and I find out you're, like, a clapper or, like, something like that. Like, I want to, you know. I know. Let's, let's yeah. see. This. And we, we travel great together. And we, I think we both went into the trip thinking this could be, this is probably going to be the last time I talk. We'll probably hate each other after this. And it ended up being the best trip. And it actually, the five days later, we were on the way back. We're like, I guess we should, like, be boyfriends now. And that's kind of how it happened. That's great. Is he your age? I don't, you don't, I don't know that much about him. Like, is he more private? I guess he's, he's more private. He like works in finance. And like That's a big probably good for finance. you though, don't you think? But he's so I, funny. It's good for me because it's different, but he's so funny. And like, you think that I'm the TikTok bro, but like he does TikToks with me all the time and he's so good at TikTok and like he won't let yeah. me ever post them because he's like, yeah. you know, I, I'm like works for a big corporate job. But That's like, good though. He, he plays around with me, but he doesn't want any part of like what I'm doing or my career, which is important, but he supports it. And he's been nothing but helped me. He's been nothing but supportive, but he's also helped me grow. Like I've become so much more authentic on all my platforms because of him, because he, he tells it like it is. And like, he doesn't, he's not a yes person and he's not a no person. He's just like, tells me straight up like you have to be more like yourself like people want to see more joey and then like the second i started doing that mm-hmm. everything career-wise just grew for me and it's been it's great true, though. I, I people, do owe him that. people can see like when you're not being real you know like things like that and it's sep- what separates you from other people i think for i sure. i interviewed um another influencer I think when it was like maybe a month ago and he was saying he was having issues dating initially because guys were after him for you know um just to get pictures with him like did you ever run into that like before I mean listen I think that's so crummy and I I used to be in tv news and I kind of equated that to when I was a news anchor I would be on a date with like random because I'm like do you want to date me because I'm doing the news or you know, like, because you think I'm, like, a cool girl, you know? So, it's hard. Listen, I, I went back and forth with that. It's really tough. Like, you know, I think that, like, even, you know, I'm definitely well-known. And I think that people definitely come up to me and, like, all the time. Yeah, you're like, very well-known. take pictures. And it's really great. Um, yeah. But I think it took me some time to figure out who was in it and who was right. And I made some mistakes. Like, I was like, this person definitely doesn't want to be a part of my life or be an influencer or do what I'm doing. And the next thing I know, a year later, they're trying to do it and leaving their job. And actually my last boyfriend is now like trying to become an influencer full time. When, when we first met, he was like, I don't want anything to do with it. 
Um, and you know, there, there's, it's, but again, like, do I regret making the wrong choice and thinking that I saw something different in him and then being like, Oh wait, shit. I wish I would have saw that. No. Cause I learned so much from it. And like, you know, now I can tell like who's really in it. It goes the same with friendships too. And relationships and friendships are so similar. Like I I've like have a very oh, yeah. small knit totally. crew now and it's so much life is easier with a smaller crew around. You can like just yeah. people you really, really trust. Yeah, no, it's hard. You have to just be open-minded and just be, like, I'm like very empathetic and like very like giving to people. So sometimes I wind up getting stumped on in that way. But oh well, I'd rather be that way than not than be like a you know. Me too. I'm the same exact. Kind of I'm the same exact way, and like sometimes that happens. But I think that it takes very like special people to have, to be able to deal with that shit. Being the person that gets stumped on, or being the person that you know goes through fucked up situations with relationships. Like I've always had that. As part of my life. And I think that I've grown to just accept it and embrace it almost. And it sounds silly, but I think embracing those like fucked up situations and learning from them and moving on is like one of the most powerful things anyone can really do. Absolutely. hundred percent agree. So let's talk about your fun life. You're just on the Bart. I saw your family in the villa. I was like, I'm joining you in that villa. And you should have come to the villa. It's in your fashion. You're getting ready. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Let's talk about that. That's so fun. Um, well, yeah, I, I went away with some friends for New Year's and listen, it was a hard decision just because of everything that's going on right now. But I know, um, we were really I had COVID, I have antibodies, and um we decided that we had this trip planned. It was very expensive and we went, but we we stayed in our villa. We hung out with each other and we just I moved to LA. So, so all my friends in New York, I never make get smart them. choices. That's my And philosophy. it was fabulous. You can't live like a was, hermit, I don't think. No. I mean, as long as you're being intelligent and you're not you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You seemed I, I like you were gonna, doing the right thing. We were. It was really, really fabulous and really fun. St. Bart's is like a whole nother world, and it's one of my favorite places in the world. I, I just love it so much. We had a blast. That's awesome. And what's LA life like? I mean, you're not dating there, but you're, is your, I know your sister lives out there with you, right? Like, not with my, you, but she's my, nearby. Yeah, is my sister dating? lives in Venice Beach. She has oh, a cool. husband. Um, you okay, guys might know him. He was actually, <laughs> yeah, no, so she's not dating, but she is, um, she has a husband. They haven't had their official wedding yet, but they're, like, legally married. You might know him. He had a um, TV show on MTV called The Buried Life. And he also oh, used cool. to date um, Whitney Port on The Hills. So oh, I, is, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, Whitney and I go way back. Oh, that's, yeah, she's, 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 like, a cool girl. She's a, such a cool girl. She's similar to my sister. So she, um, yeah, fun. so he's, he's kind of well-known, which is fun. And, um, you know, he's the best, like, addition to the family that I could ask for. And it's, it's fun to have them both here. That's very cool. So do you have any friends out there that are dating? I'm curious what the difference is with dating LA style versus New York. I I mean, I I know it's COVID and stuff, but. No, I have a lot of friends out here that are dating. I I have to say, give advice to the single ladies and gentlemen out there. Hinge apparently is one of the newest, best dating apps. And I have friends that have met like their like. What's it called? Hinge. Oh yeah, Hinge. Oh, I'm on I heard it's the best. I have so have many people that have met that Raya? Have, Do you know anybody on that one? I was on Raya for a while. I, I was on Raya for a while. I don't remember. I liked it, but like it got too seedy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I heard it. My friend's on that one. She's like, it's good. You should try it. And then yeah, there's another one. She's it. like, Minnie, you should try it. I like to – I always call it for research, like for the show. But, I mean, I'm single. But, like, I'm not a fan not a of the apps. I think they're, like, really – I'm old school. Like, I'm from another generation. When before, I was married and um, I was – I've been now divorced almost four years, but I was married for ten. So when I was single the first time, I often tell people, you know – Online dating was like on the computer. There weren't like even smartphones back then, <laughs> really. Oh, it was like I a know. Blackberry, I think, was just starting to come out. So there wasn't any of these apps. And it was sort of like taboo. If you were on online, you're kind of like a loser. You know, you couldn't meet people yourself. Like you had to go online. So I never really explored it because um, I was like, oh, that's like for Desperado. <laughs> You know, but now it's like you have to be almost. I just think it's so awkward a little bit, but you have to be. So anyway, I just was curious, like the men's mindset, like the L.A. mindset versus the New York mindset, because what I've read is more like the L.A. guys and girls are really like looking for the next best thing and they don't make plans like until the last minute because they're always wondering what else is coming down the pipeline. Have you seen like that at all, like at least within like the people that you're interfacing with? Not necessarily. hundred percent. I've really noticed that, especially my friends that I have in L.A. I think everyone's thinking that they want someone who's connected and well known and like in the industry and like shit's just not gonna work out like that for me like i wanted to be the person that's well known and recognized so i was like i don't want someone i don't want to date someone for clout like i'm not gonna date someone like i was dating for love and i think now a lot of people are like really selfish in the fact of like they want someone who's gonna like bring their career to the next level or be like a power couple like i'm in a power couple relationship but we do do two different things but people misconce- people have a misconception about what power couple means um and you don't want someone that's like dragging you along with them and you're just well known because of them. Like that's not the way it should be. But I think, yeah, everyone here is like, um, people don't want to settle and they don't realize that they're never going to find anyone because they just are always thinking that there's something better out there. And let me tell you one thing, biggest advice is that if there is something out there better for you, like you're going to, it's going to come to you if you want it to, but you can't make rash decisions and push people down and try and make room for something that you have no idea even exists. I so agree. just trust that it will if you want it and like trust that your best person is going to come to you and it will happen. That's what I did. I was like, I deserve it. I agree. Like, it's almost really like, loves me and, like being grateful for what you have in a way. Like, you know, even just with like material things, not to compare a person to material things, but like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I want this, I want that, I want that tomorrow, this, 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 this. And then like, I feel like if, if, the, if the pandemic's taught us anything, it's just to sort of like take a beat and like appreciate what you do have because obviously it could be gone tomorrow. And so, you know, nothing's guaranteed to stay forever. And the same goes for people in your life. You have to like appreciate what God's given and not be all spiritual, but like what's been given to you, whether it be the universe or your own doing or whatever. And I agree with what you're saying. If it's a supposed to be it'll be with you know just sit back and just you have to sit back and like appreciate what you have and appreciate who you are and appreciate who you become and if you don't do that there's no room for growth and i think that a lot of people don't do that a lot of people just stay stay in their lane and keep like go 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 going that is important to take a step back and relationships too and like and it's okay to reevaluate is this really what i want is this who i want to be with um it's really important i think for for any kind of relationship to grow, friendship or, you know, sexual relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you've lived in um, New York, Miami, L.A. now. 
Oh my god! From Fairfax, I actually have a client in Fairfax. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I like never thought about to that the DC like, market there. So, um, where am I missing any cities? No, it's kind of cool that you said that because I never think about like, yeah, I did Midland and Miami, and New York, and LA. I'm like, it's kind of cool. No, you. I don't ever think about that because I've been a lot of places. Do you have like any special like? Can you can you share like a little bit about each of the cities that's like your favorite part? Like New York. New York. I love the hustle and the fact that it was my first city that I ever moved to, and it kind of gave me my start and my industry and my career and like I'll never ever ever take that for granted Miami was where my relationship kind of blossomed and we both had we got an apartment together there and like we spent the pandemic there so like Miami always has a special place in my heart and I just love the energy and everyone's so nice there um yeah and it's just you can't find that anywhere else and LA I'm still figuring it out but there's something just it sounds cheesy, but there's something just magical about the energy in LA. And, um, I love it too. I mean, I so always just, say like I should have been in a, from LA or not, that, you know, but if I stayed in news, I should have ended up there. I just think everyone's like so healthy and the air, I just, uh, they, I think the people are nice. I don't, I don't find them to be, I don't know. Like people say they're fake. I mean, maybe, but people like. People are fake everywhere. Not Let me really. just say that right now. People, yeah. no matter where you go, people are going to be fake. It's not an LA thing. Yeah, that's it's what I feel. I feel the same and way. It's not like, who you surround yourself with. Like, that's what I really realized here. So that's important. Um, and like, I, I, I didn't like LA before I moved here. I was like, I'll never move to LA. I don't want to move to LA because it gave really? me anxiety. Because I was just doing the wrong things here. I would come here for work. I would party in the hills with like celebrities and whatever. And it just like was like too messy for me. And now having a home base and living here, like having a pool outside. And I just don't think that I would ever like, you know, I am so happy here right now. That's great. So what's on the docket for the weekend? The docket on the weekend is I'm going to get a private um, omasake chef to come and like cook dinner here outside for us and do like set up a little like sushi bar um, so my nice. sister and her husband and um her husband and his sister like so the whole family um we've been hanging out and then that's great saturday we're gonna be like i'm gonna go for i've been going on hikes every day i've been getting snatched again i know i've been I working see. out every you go, day you go to the hollywood hills right you're hiking up there every that's yeah so pretty. i live in the hollywood hills so i so we um Runyon is literally right behind our house, so I can just walk every morning, and it's such a good workout. Trying to get that cardio in for fat burn is my goal, so. That's right. Um, I have an assistant now, so he's here during the week, and he's here today and tomorrow. And it's just a good life. I've kind of, like, found myself even more here, I think. I'm, like, really getting the groove of, like, what I want next. That's all. Well, you yeah, take one day at a time. So exactly. are you in West Hollywood? Is that where you are? West Hollywood, yep. Oh, so that's where I usually stay when I when I go out there. That's nice. It's a pretty area. Where do you stay at? Where do you stay at your hotel? The Mondrian. I love. I, I love. do. My, I wrote a book, Joey, called Intrusion. Oh and <laughs> I'll send you a copy. And I really want a copy, please. I, I will totally to. send you one. You have to give I me your, when we're done, you'll give me your address. Yes. Um, and... 
anyway, my editor that I worked with was based out there. So I went out there a lot to work with her and I fell in love with LA. And then when I did book signings and stuff like that, I went out there. I just like love it. I'm just like, when are you coming back? I'm going to hopefully come back soon. I like it out there a lot. I was like thinking one day, maybe I would have an office out there and be like my coastal because I really like. You should. um, That's my goal. I like the West Coast. Congrats on the book, by the way. That's amazing. Thanks. I'm writing my second one now. It's called You Don't Have to Be a Boss. <laughs> and that's true for sure. When did you? The opposite when did of the all, bitch boss book. So. When did this all happen? Well, I'm like, sorry. When did you start writing? When did you start writing your book and everything? Well, I wrote the first book two years ago, and it came out in 2019. And then the second book, the one I'm I'm actually writing it as we speak. That's what I'm planning to do a lot of this weekend. Continue writing. I have to turn it into the publisher by April 1st. So it's coming out in the fall. But you should write a book, my my dear. You definitely should. Um, And I will talk to you about that when we're done this podcast, too. Because I think it'd be really interesting. I think you would. I I have a lot of ideas. I know your buddy wrote one, too. I read one. It was great. I loved your book. It was really, really good. Her book is amazing. Yeah, I I definitely have ideas for a book. I would love to if if you can give me some pointers on how to start. Totally. It's um, about pivoting, about like embracing change, about believing in yourself. I write a lot about my divorce because at the time that's what I was going through. But I b- talk about being in news and things like that. So anyway, awesome. enough about me. It's all about you. So tell me more. What are you? What's going on out there career wise? Like, or what's going on like with like what are you up to? Like collaborations. So, tell us at all. We want to hear it. All. So the normal collaborations. I mean, work is definitely like actually ramped up since COVID and everything is kind of been like a beginning of a lot of advertisers are like they're scrapped right yeah yeah yeah. um and you know i have a lot of brand deals going on i'm super busy which is why i got an assistant but i'm also working on some tv projects that i can't really talk about at all but i am definitely here for tv and i am um definitely you will be seeing me hopefully on the big screen and um the next year-ish. Well, can you come back on the show when you, you do that? Can of course. You, I'll never forget. Talk, I'll I'm not back. like that. I'll always come back. Like, it, And we can talk we've about We've been it. a little I'm dating super... somehow and I want to just scoop it, about what you It's been a dream of mine to. to do TV forever so it's a good place for me to be and I'm working really hard to, That's to make those dreams come true. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. That's awesome. Well, thank, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Of Not course. that people don't know how to find you, but let's see, like share, you know, whatever you want to follow Joey, go ahead, tell us everything. Yes. Follow me guys. DM me my Instagram. <laughs> Joey Zazic. My TikTok is Joey Zazic. My Twitter is Joey Zazic. Um, you can find me on pretty much every platform. My YouTube is Joey Zazic. I just started YouTube. So Check that out. There's going to be a lot of videos coming soon. Um, a lot about my coming out, relationship, dating advice. I got you guys. So follow me. Yes. Awesome. He's so entertaining and so fun to watch. Thank you. I, I love that yeah, you're, you are. You are. You I love watching through my it's entertainment at night instead of watching TV. Like I watch you. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. So I feel like that if I'm BFF, so I want to be goal. in your group. Um, That's like, the goal. Stop me, please. Well, you are right. now, honey. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Joey. It was great to meet, talking with you. Have you back so on when you have your you. your new show you can talk about. Oh, honey, mark my words. I will be back with you. Don't you worry.
Bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's Dating Debate.